So we have established uh, through Doctors for Life that the Constitutional Court said that in order for Parliament or the provincial legislators to fulfill, fulfill their duty to facilitate public involvement, they must act reasonably. And we've looked at various factors uh, which the court will use to assess what's reasonable, such as the nature and importance of the legislation and the nature of the group affected, whether the group had specifically asked, can we please be involved uh, in the making of this law, and whether Parliament or the provincial legislators have in fact uh, made promises to the group that they can be involved in this law. So the next factor we are going to look at uh, is what we refer to as deference. So what we mean by this is deference is defer. So in this instance, the courts will defer to Parliament. The courts recognize that it's not the courts that are best placed to determine what would constitute reasonable public participation. And in fact, the Constitution itself, through the various provisions that allow, that uh, require uh, Parliament and the provincial legis legislators to facilitate public involvement, these provisions specifically places obligation on Parliament. So it's the Constitution itself that demands that Parliament be given a wide discretion when it comes to determining how it is they intend to involve the public in a given context for a specific bill. And the Constitution doesn't give any type of details as to what is required of Parliament in order to facilitate public involvement. The only thing that the Constitution particularly mentions is the fact that Parliament must allow the public and must allow media to sit in on the briefings. So, for instance, when the Portfolio Committee is having a briefing on the student loan scheme, then the Constitution demands that Parliament or the provincial legislators allow for the public to sit in on those processes uh, while those different bills are being discussed and the media are allowed to be there so that the media can report on it. But outside of that, there is nothing specifically in the Constitution that says Parliament must fulfill its duty to facilitate in a particular manner. And because the Constitution does not specify what is required of Parliament, and envisages that Parliament itself will determine what is reasonable public participation, the Constitutional Court has said that much importance needs to be attached on what it is that Parliament itself or the provincial legislators themselves deem significant. So, for instance, in the Doctors for Life case, you will see that when it came to the traditional health practitioners bill and when it came to the uh, choice and termination of pregnancy amendment bill, in both instances, it was the National Council of Provinces that recognized that public participation through public hearings were necessary. They recognized it was necessary and they promised to have those hearings. So in exercising their own discretion, in their own opinion, it was necessary to have public hearings. And so the court goes on to say, we will defer to you. It is within your discretion. The Constitution gives you the authority to decide what is reasonable. But in this instance, in Doctors for Life, it was you who decided that public hearings were necessary. The other thing that the Constitutional Court said is that as much as the court will give leeway to the to, to Parliament and the provincial legislators when it comes to determining how to facilitate public participation, the court will not hesitate to get involved if Parliament and the provincial legislators are in fact failing in their duty to facilitate public participation.